Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is now officially past midnight, so it is the 7th. Um, this will be our first podcast for myself. Um, it podcast is called Gambit Goals. I'll explain that in a minute. I just want to first by saying a happy birthday to my friend Des, who I believe is now turning 23, maybe 24. can't remember. Still a youngster. Um, but just like in any good movie, any good action hero or comic book character, they always have their own origin stories. So I'm going to explain a little origin of why I wanted to start this podcast, um, what it's going to be about, um, kind of my influence or whatever. And then after I go through that, have a short little break, and then I'll just hop into the first story. Um, so I started, I wanted to start this podcast, like I'm a big fan of listening to music and listening to podcasts, um, and I mean like we're all kind of creatures of social media and everything, and it just seems like no matter where you go, there's just something bad's going on in the world, there's something negative to complain about or bring you down, and I mean even the podcasts that you can listen to, they're like one-sided, very opinionated, and I didn't want to do that, I didn't want to be that guy that just... You know, maybe I point out some flaws or some arguments to stuff. I don't want to do that. I want to have something that's more positive, um, hopefully helpful to people. Hopefully me make mumbling and bumbling and telling stories, you know, even if it doesn't help you or motivate you. Maybe it's just that little escape you need from your life so that you can laugh at mine for a little bit. So I'm hoping this will be a positive thing. Um, but going forward... Basically, about, I want to say five, six years ago, I started watching this show called The Buried Life. And if you're not familiar with the show, it was like, it was on MTV. It's not a typical MTV show, but it was on MTV. I think it only had two seasons on air. And it was basically these four guys who were from Canada were in their early 20s. They're pretty much the same age as me. So I get, yeah five, six, seven, somewhere around there years ago. Um, They were all kind of like that age where they were new to college or fresh out of high school, um, didn't really know what they wanted to do with their life, and they read this poem, and the poem basically said, like, you know, basically that people were living a buried life. They were basically choosing to exist instead of living. And I, I find that a lot of people, you know, they make their bucket lists, and I don't like that term, the bucket list, because it really means, like, people that have to, like, be older, retired, you know, because it's basically named after, you know, when you're about ready to die, you do all these stupid, crazy things that you always wish you wanted to do. Well, I've never really been a fan of that. So I don't, I don't have a bucket list. I have a goals list. So this podcast is basically going to be me telling... Items that I've crossed off my bucket list. Or not, sorry. I'm already messing up. Items that I've crossed off on my goals list. Now, I currently have 87 on my list. And I am through 22 of them. And then I'm also working on another four. That's kind of like a work in progress type thing. Some of them take time. Some of them, it's just... I've kind of done them, but I don't really think I've accomplished them. So, like, number 21 is grow a garden. Well... For some of you that know me, I've been trying to like grow a garden for the last couple of years. I'm kind of limited on space because I live in an apartment. But like currently in my apartment balcony, I have my own little 
makeshift garden and I have plants and everything and I've you know grown some peppers I got an acorn squash and everything but to me until I can get to the point where like majority of the things I grow are actually like harvestable and I can eat it I don't really feel like I've accomplished that one yet and then there's just a couple other that are like ongoing ones like you can't do a once off so number 17 is um, visit 25 or more major league ballparks and I'm at 21 so like obviously you can't do that in a day it's gonna take some time but back to what I was saying so I watched these guys and they basically decided that they were gonna go after their the things they always wanted to do it didn't matter how ridiculous it was they were gonna go after it it didn't matter if they didn't have a lot of money or how ridiculous like one of them was play basketball with the president they were going to chase him, and they were going to do the best that they could. And they weren't going to take no for an answer. And they did a lot of ridiculous stuff. And, and uh, the nice part about it, too, was for each thing that they did, they wanted to help another person cross off something on their list. So it was, like, fun and to watch what they did and creative and stuff like that. But it was, it was also kind because they gave back to the community and the people that, um, you know, wanted to do things. And they were typically not, like well, I want to go skydiving. It was like, I really want to see like my mom's grave because of um, Katrina or something. So it was like thoughtful or a, a teacher was living in, in some poor town and they couldn't afford computers. So he had said he really wanted to just get one computer for his classroom. And so these guys raised the money and got him a computer. So anyways, that show was really kind of key and it kind of triggered something in my mind. So... I actually sat down and started making my own little goals list. And like I said, I have 87 now. And some of them's kind of common stuff. Some of it's more fun. Like, I've, I'm still trying to add stuff on there. You know, I, I won't say every year, but, you know, just whenever something pops up, something creative pops up, that I, I think, like, oh, it's not just a whim. It's something I really want to do. I'll add it to the list. I hope I've kind of explained this. It feels like I'm I'm talking in circles sometime. But like I said, the podcast is called um, The Gambit Goals. And I didn't just really choose that name on a whim. So you can type it into your phone or whatever and look it up if you want the specifics. But I can basically give it to you. So when I typed it in, Gambit pretty much means action or opening remark, typically one entailing a degree of risk that is calculated to gain an advantage. Now... I picked it that way because I'm not going to point, like, I want you all to chase your goals and, like, accomplish, you know, fears, um, do fun, crazy adventures that you never thought you could do. I would I would love to help you guys with that stuff. I'll probably pass along some tips that I do. But a lot of the things that I've done, they take, like, they take thought and they take planning. So it's not like I suddenly decided... Oh my God, guys! I wanna, I wanna leave the country and I'm gonna go to Canada. Like I didn't just do it on a whim. I like, all right, this is something I want to do. I sat down every, pretty much every summer, or right before summer starts, I make a short little list. I look at my goals list. I look at where I'm at in my life, and I write down a few things. And then I say, all right, I want to accomplish this and this because they're fun. And then I want to accomplish, you know. XYZ because it would be good for me, it would be good for, you know, the environment, or it would just, it fits in with my life right now. 
So, again, this gambit is a word that I actually find fitting because I didn't do it on a whim. I haven't said I want to do this for five years and then didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it, and then did you know finally did it five years later. I took a gamble or a risk, but it was like an educated risk. I made a plan. I saved money. I compromised whatever I had to compromise, and then I made it happen. So that's why the podcast is called Gamma Goals. It it was it was thought out. It wasn't a win. Um, but I think you've heard enough about why I'm doing this podcast. I think the more entertaining parts will be me just telling these stories. So I'm going to give you my little song of the day, and then I'm going to get started on number 62. <laughs> All right. Uh, if I can, I think I'm going to try and choose a song that I like, or at least a song that could be like a hint for what you can expect for um, the item that we're crossing off. So I, cho- <laughs> I chose that song because number 62 is to bar crawl in Savannah, Georgia. Now... I'm a, obviously I'm a storyteller. That's why I have this podcast. But back in 2013, I was basically a traveling baseball instructor with the company, and we happened to stop through a town that was close by Savannah. And so me and and a couple of the counselors or whatever, we went out there, and um, it wasn't the best weather. It was a little cold, but we we still went, and I really liked the area. Like um, it kind of reminded me of like a calmer. Uh, version of like New Orleans like I've never been there but it it open container like there's a bunch of like shops and bars and stuff and everything kind of has its own little thing like there's not really I mean I guess there is a couple of like chains there or whatever but not like a McDonald's or a Starbucks Um, so I had gone through there and then I really liked it and was like this is a cool place so fast forward about a year um, I'm back in Illinois basically unemployed, didn't have much to look forward to. My brother was in in Orlando at the time, and we were just up one night, and we were chatting, and basically like, man, you know, what do we want to do? What's what's the next move? We had both finished college, both kind of like looking for new jobs, and not even like, like new jobs, but like we were looking for careers, and you know, his mine was more sports-related, his was more finance-related, and that's not something that you can just, you know, walk up, here's my resume, give me a shot. It just, economy and everything like that, it just, they weren't really hiring. And so I kind of had it in my mind. He was working, I I didn't have anything yet, and was like, well, if we're going to be struggling or whatever, we might as well, like, live somewhere cool or or try someplace new, you know, what's, you know, give it our, our, the old college try for a while and see if we can catch on anywhere, you know. Where are some places that you're interested in living? And I think he said, like, Charlotte. Might even been Nashville. I can't remember right now. But then he had said, oh, I've heard good things about Savannah. And since I had just gone through there, you know, not but a couple months ago, and and it had, had cruised the town a little bit, I said, let's let's do that. Let's If you want to go to Savannah, I will go to Savannah. So wheels got put in motion. We ended up there, and I, I'm already losing the date, but what was it, 2014? Yeah, 2014, I want to say late 2014, we found an apartment, ended up moving there. Um, he was making enough money that 
you know, basically I was riding his coattails for a little bit until I could get a, a job. And so we went down there and checked out a couple of the areas and, and you know, thought it was a good little spot, you know. It, was, it wasn't too far. We were living in the town next to Savannah. It was kind of an up-and-comer. Um, if you're familiar with the area, we were living in Pooler. So I know if I went down there now, you know, was it five years later? It would be way different because it there was new restaurants or building a new mall like every month there was something new coming up and but yeah we were living there and when I was down there I was like you know what I mean you can hop on Facebook you see all these events that they pop up no matter where you're at like Savannah's a big enough town so one of the things that popped up was a was a bar crawl and you know we had gone down there a couple times just to have a meal and you know have a drink or whatever but you know, a bar crawl was something I was like, man, I've always wanted to do that. That always felt like something that you needed to do, like do when you were in college or, you know, young, young enough like that you were college age. And, you know, we both were basically not far out of college. And, and I thought, you know, this would be a lot of fun. And I think he, I think, I don't know if that's majority of people because I can't really speak for everyone, but I'm assuming he kind of felt the same way where it was like, you know, we didn't come from a lot of money. So we both kind of spent our college years like we had a a busy class load and then we also had a part-time and a full-time job. So we didn't really have time to kind of be that, I guess, prototypical student where all it was was, you know, study, do your homework during the week and on the weekends you go wild or do whatever the hell you want to do. You know, we didn't really have mommy and daddy's money to just spend and you know, a lot of people were reckless with credit cards and stuff because they basically just hand them out. But so we went down there and I, you know, we, we both wanted to do this and we thought the price was fair. And um, <laughs> I love free stuff. So part of the thing was, you know, you got your bracelet or whatever and you got all your, uh, I think it was a punch card. Yeah, I think it was a punch card. But at the end of it, if you had gone to, I think like 20 of them or got your, your drink punched 20 times, like you got a free shirt. So I was like, dude, that's like, you know, any anything you do, I feel like if there's a reward at the end or there's like a challenge at the end, like, gotta do it. So I don't think it took much convincing, but my brother definitely was on board. When we went down there, I want to say it started like afternoon. Like it wasn't like a late thing because it was sunny. It was nice out. I remember like they they had the little map thing of all the places that are partaking. So you could go in there. And if you had your little punch card or your bracelet or whatever, like every drink I think was like a dollar or two dollars or three dollars, depending on what you were drinking. Like I think they had like one mixed drink, one beer, or like one mixed drink, one or two mixed drinks, like two or three beer options, and then like a water was like a dollar. And yeah, you had maybe like 30, 40 places you could go to get your, your card punch and I mean, we were new to the area, too, so a lot of these places, we had never, you know, you might walk by something and be like, oh, that looks cool, or oh, that looks like, you know, a club, or that's that doesn't really look like my speed, or oh, man, that place looks run down. But then when you do a bar crawl, you're kind of, maybe not forced, but you're you're more likely to walk into these places. So you go do this, and you walk in, and you might be like, oh, well, this is a, like a cooler place than I thought, or oh, I didn't realize this this place had, you know, seating in the back or they had it out on the side and like, oh, I didn't realize this place had, 
a bunch of big screen TVs on the other side, you know, that you can't notice when you just peek in the windows and, you know, oh, this is a good little dive bar and, oh, this is a good sports bar and, oh, man, did you check out the menu at this place? This is really cool and, you know, not everything's great and peaches and cream, but, you know, at the same time, you're you're going along, you're drinking, you're having a good time, you're relaxing, you know, me and my brother just shooting shit, telling stories and, and I know this wasn't on the, on the, the list or anything, but one of my favorite places to drink is, uh, Wet Willies. If, if you don't know what Wet Willies is, it's basically like, I almost want to say it's like an islandy place, but I guess they're not, because they used to only be like along the beach, but there, there's one in Atlanta now. I think there's one in St. Louis. So it's not really like that, but it's basically like a slushy bar. Like they have kind of finger foods, appetizers and stuff at some of them. But most of them are pretty small hole in the walls that you just go in and they're just like slushy machines. And so they're kind of fruity, but I mean, they use grain alcohol, so they're strong. But anyways, that was one of the places that I was like, man, I really hope this is like the last one on the list because, you know, it's it's pretty, it was warm out, which was nice. And, you know, once you start drinking a little bit, you know, the alcohol starts to get you and you start getting hot. And... It wasn't on the list, and I I remember I didn't end up going there, but you basically, to accomplish this task, because, you know, they don't want you to get, like, hammered, and there's not really, like, you have an hour to drink 40 drinks or anything. It's not like that. They're not trying to be reckless. Like I said, I think we started sometime in early afternoon, and then, you know, you just kind of prolong it and hang out, and it was definitely a good time. Like, I would love to do another one. And I would love to do it with more people because, you know, maybe one spot is really fun or um, say like you you find a little college one and they have, you know, a flippy cup challenge or beer pong or some silly game that you can play or even, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Those little, you slide the things on the board, shuffleboard, you know, something silly like that. You can hang out for a while or, you know, say somebody's a birthday or or even like a bachelor party or bachelorette party. Um, I think I would definitely do another one again. I really didn't know what to expect. I thought it was kind of, you know, like with everything, I'm, I always trying to go in with a realistic as- aspect. Like, how are they making money? Is this really a deal? But like I said, I think I basically had just beer the whole time. And I tried some stuff that I hadn't tried before. It wasn't anything like rare. I think it was like some summer shandy that was like seasonal. But, you know, I tried some new beers, and a couple of them, it was like, you know what, I'm, I've, I've, not that I was wasted or hammered or anything, but it was, you know, I, I think I've had enough, I'm gonna drink a water at this one, get my thing punched, you know, it's, it's not really as cool as the other place, let's go check out the next one, and, you know, eventually, you get to the end, and, you know, you can, you can go back and continue drinking or whatever, but, I think at this point, we were both kind of hungry, and there was a place that we had in mind for food. So we went and did did our thing, got our hole punch. Um, I know I ended up getting two shirts. I think my brother did as well because they were the, – <laughs> the lady that gave us the shirts had actually said, I think people are either getting drunk or they're forgetting to come pick up their shirts because they'll come in and give us their, their thing or whatever. And I don't, I don't think there's a medal or anything because I honestly – you shouldn't give anybody a medal for drinking, but – I want to say there was something like that that you got at the end, and they're like, yeah, they just took, like, 
their medal and, and then left and we just have like boxes and boxes of shirts now and you know it just I still have mine now I've cut off the sleeves because you know I've had it for a couple of years it's kind of worn out but it just has you know Savannah Pub Crawl or whatever and then on the back it's like all the places that um, partook in the event and I mean we only we only ended up living there for a year we just couldn't make it work we didn't have any luck on the job front and you know it was just our basically we were just digging a hole in finances like I I couldn't get full-time work he couldn't get work he he wanted and the the place that he had transferred to the store that he was working at he just didn't like it and he didn't like the people and I I completely understood like I was working part-time and you know I made I met some cool people in that in that stuff but you know if you if you can't work full time you can't you can't really afford to live there like you can't stay it doesn't matter how nice it is but that one I guess in terms of maybe that's not a good example to be my you know number one story of doing a pub crawl that one I didn't have to really plan that much but because we were there but I know later um, my friend took me to basically like a beer tasting for my birthday. And that one, I mean, like, I had to kind of be in the area to do it. And I think I was at the time. Um, but I definitely know that this, <laughs> the next one that I'm going to go over in the next podcast, that, that one took a lot of planning, a lot of scheduling, and a lot more money to do. Because I'll just... I guess I'll give you a little the little teaser. It wasn't it wasn't in my backyard like Savannah was. This was in another country. So I'll leave you with that. That like I said, number sixty two. It's not not anything amazing, but it was still really fun and it was something that I wanted to do because I felt like I'd missed out on that in kind of my college years. And it turned out being a lot of fun and a lot of people that partook were not like aggressive or rude or hammered or sloshy you know they just kind of were there to enjoy themselves and that's kind of what made it even nicer you know met a couple of uh, nice people that I talked to and I mean if you've ever been to Savannah you know if if you can I will say the little uh, pond lake or whatever it is kind of smells but I mean that little area it is really nice and I mean I've I think one of the places had I think I was a vegetarian by then so one of the places I went to, I think, had, like, really good, like, veggie taco, like, veggie fajita tacos or something, and I would definitely go back, and I mean, like, currently, I don't know how far of a drive that is, probably four or five hours, but if they had a good enough event, and they had, you know, live music like they did this time, I would definitely go back and do it again, and if that's something that, you know, you... If you're listening to this and that's on your goals list or you've been curious about doing something like that or, you know, you're like me and you're a little bit older and you're like, well, I don't know, maybe I'm too old to do that stuff. No, you can still do it. There are still, you know, couples that were married and, you know, a little bit older that were doing it as well. Don't don't feel out of place. Just go ahead and do it. Like, it's not it's not going to kill your bank or anything, It's but it's definitely worth the time. So... I'll just say that I'm trying to keep these under like a half hour. I don't want to be going on trying to fill airspace, but that was number 62 that I crossed off. I believe that was in 2014. Um, so next podcast, like I said, give you a little teaser. I leave the country. So thanks for listening. 
Hopefully you guys are having a good day. If you do have any questions or suggestions that, of things you'd like me to add, feel free to send me a comment on Twitter. Uh, my name is the underslash coach ba 20 I think. I damn, I don't even know my, my own Twitter handle. I'll definitely get that in the in the bottom feed for you, okay? Thanks for listening.